So this is not part two from this morning's sermon. Uh, I thought to take up a catechism question or two um, and go through its answer to help us think about um, how we are righteous before God. How How can we be righteous before God when there's none righteous, no, not one? So you read that in the book of Romans. There's none righteous, no, no not one. Um, but you also, when you keep reading in Romans and elsewhere, you'll hear language like, um, by faith, righteousness is credited to David, Abraham, all believers in, in Christ. So the catechism asks this question, how are you righteous before God? The answer is quite long, but listen to this answer. Only by faith in Christ Jesus, although my conscience accused me that I have grievously trespassed against all the commandments of God and have not kept one of them, and further am as yet prone to all evil, yet nevertheless... If I embrace these benefits of Christ with a true confidence and persuasion of mine, excuse me, the full and perfect satisfaction, righteousness, and holiness of Christ without any merit of mine, of the mere mercy of God, is imputed and given to me, and that so as if neither I had committed any sin, neither any corruption did stick to me, yes, as if I myself had perfectly accomplished that obedience which Christ accomplished for me. Now that is a long answer. If you're tracking, though, it is a glorious answer. How are you righteous before God? Only by faith in Christ, because faith uh, is the soiled hand that receives the benefits of Christ, which includes imputation of uh, our sin to him and the imputation of his uh, merit and righteousness to us. So this answer contains uh, many glorious and very encouraging soul-strengthening truths. I'm not going to go through all of them. But consider this. Sinners are righteous before God only by faith in Christ Jesus. So God considers a sinner as if he were personally righteous because of the virtue of a really righteous one, Christ, on our behalf. We're not considered righteous before God because of our deeds. We're considered righteous before God because of his deeds. It is through faith and faith alone that we are righteous before God, so that faith is the instrument through which sinners receive the benefits of Christ. I think I already said this. Did I say this? Faith is the soiled hand that receives the benefits of Christ. It's a dirty hand. It's a sinful hand, but it goes to the right uh, object, Christ, for uh, forgiveness and for righteousness. Faith has no virtue in itself. God doesn't reward faith as if faith were a meritorious act. Faith itself is a gift from God. So faith can't merit Christ, but faith can receive Christ. And that's what it does. Notwithstanding an accusing conscience, gospel 
believing sinners are righteous before God for Jesus' sake and for Jesus' sake alone. Though the best of believers may and do find that they have not and do not and will not in this life keep God's commandments as required personally, perpetually, and perfectly, and that there is a war waging in their souls, it is nonetheless true that all the benefits of Christ are imputed and given to all believers, weak believers, strong believers, old believers, young believers, new believers, and seasoned saints alike. Nobody gets more or less. We all get the same. All believers in Christ get all the benefits of Christ. Um, And all believers in Christ need all the benefits of Christ, always. The facts of transgressing God's law and inner warfare as believers, though true of all believers, does not alter our status with God. So here we're having this warfare in our soul. We're having a bad day, okay? We're, we're giving in. Doesn't change our status with God. You don't go in God's favor and then out of God's favor. Once you're in Christ, you're accepted in the beloved one. That's one of the reasons why, um, I think I first read this in J.I. Packer, where, where people sometimes think, you know what, before I go to the Lord in prayer and ask him to forgive me for whatever the sin was, I'm going to prove myself for a while. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to show forth fruits of my own repentance to myself so as to, in one sense, make myself worthy of going to God in prayer. It's like, why sin twice when you can just sin once and go directly to God? That's not right. I'm going to clean myself up so, I, so that I'm acceptable to God. Then I'll go tell him about my sins. What is that, you know, or Pastor Butler, what is that, you know? You can get clean yourself up without Christ and then go to God through Christ for benefits from Christ. It's like, why do you need Christ? When we sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. So our sin doesn't alter our status with God. Our status with God is not dependent upon our doing. It's dependent upon his doing, Christ's doing. This is why we can sing two seemingly contradictory truths. Oh, to grace, how great a debtor Daily I'm constrained to be. Let that goodness, like a fetter, bind my wandering heart to thee. Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart, O take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above. That's hymn 400, the third line. Listen to 440. 
In thee we have a righteousness by God himself approved. Our rock, our sure foundation, this which never can be moved. Our ransom by thy death was paid for all thy people given. The law thou perfectly obeyed that, thy, that they might enter heaven. So here we have seemingly contradictory things. Lord, I'm prone to wonder on the one hand. On the other hand, but I've got Christ. Um, though believers remain sinful and prone to wander, their standing with God is not based on their works for God, but on God's work for them in Christ. So it is through faith alone that all believers receive the benefits of Christ, the full and perfect satisfaction, righteousness, and holiness of Christ without any merit of mine of the mere mercy of God. As the catechism asserts, this is the truth of imputed righteousness. Righteousness. All that Jesus did for the benefit of sinners is given to all believing sinners. And as a result of this imputed righteousness, God considers us as if neither we had committed any sin, neither any corruption did stick to us, yet as if we ourselves had perfectly accomplished that obedience which Christ accomplished for us. Uh, justification, just as if I had never sinned. Have you ever heard of that? That's what justification means, just as if I had never sinned. It doesn't just mean that. It also means just as if I had always obeyed, because there's somebody who represented me who did obey on my behalf, and I get the benefits of his merit, of that which he's credited with, because he meets a certain standard that has, been, that has been promised to be rewarded if the standard is met. He meets it on my behalf. I get credited with that which he got credited with because of his righteousness, not mine. So our acceptance with God has nothing to do with our works for God, but everything to do with God's works for us in Christ. But to the one who does not work, Romans 4, 5, but believes in him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is credited as righteousness. You've heard this language before. We have an alien righteousness, a righteousness approved by heaven, earned upon the earth, but not by us, but for us. All of this means that being justified by faith, we have peace with God. Justification has been described as being treated by God just as if I had never sinned, but it also includes being treated by God just as if I had always obeyed. We, we need Christ or else there's, there's no right standing for us in the presence of God. Then one last question, much briefer. <clears throat> Why do you affirm that you are made righteous by faith only? Not because I please God through the worthiness of mere faith, but because only the satisfaction, righteousness, and holiness of Christ is my righteousness before God, and I cannot take hold of it or apply it to myself any other way than by faith. So faith in Christ is not a work rewarded by God with the benefits of Christ. Faith in Christ does not earn us the reward of Christ. Faith is not merit. It is not meritorious. Faith receives 
what the gospel offers. It does not merit what the gospel offers. Gospel benefits are not earned through faith. Faith is the empty, oh, I already said this, didn't I? Sin-stained hand that receives what is offered to us in the gospel. So do you see why understanding this cuts, should cut out, all boasting from our lives? I believed in the gospel. I'm going to heaven. Well, yeah, but if there's any grounds for boasting, it can't be in ourselves. All I offered was a sin-stained hand that was open, and I got deposited in that hand the benefits of the Redeemer. What is offered in the gospel is Christ. And faith is the way we take hold of or apply the righteousness of Christ to ourselves. Faith is not the meritorious cause or means by which we earn anything from God. This is why Paul says this. I was referring to this earlier. First Corinthians 1, 30 and 31. By his doing, you are in Christ Jesus. And his there is capitalized by God's doing, sinners are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, so that just as it is written, let him who boasts, boast in the Lord. So if we're in Christ, it's by virtue of God's doing something to us to get us in Christ. Faith itself is not meritorious. It's a gift from God. So there's you know, no grounds for boasting except boasting in the Lord. So the very fact that believers are in Christ is God's doing, and being in Christ brings with it the benefits of Christ. It's all God's doing. Being in Christ is God's doing. Faith in Christ is God's doing. And the doing and dying of, and rising of Jesus for us is God's doing. He did it all. Uh, that's why it's called, salvation is called a gift. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Excuse me. These old catechisms, I don't know about you, but these answers are just, they're dripping with honey. He thinks they're good for our souls. And hopefully this meditation on how we are righteous before God through the instrument of faith and faith alone uh, and why we affirm that we are made righteous by faith only. Hopefully these answers and meditations have encouraged you.